0: Live Creative Now, episode 132. Welcome to Live Creative Now with Melissa Dinwiddie, a weekly podcast to inspire you to create your art and share your work. Because that's how you will change the world. Hello, I am Melissa Dinwiddie, Passion Pluralite Artist, Happiness Catalyst, and Creativity Instigator, and author of The Creative Sandbox Way, which you can find at an Amazon near you, here to address all your questions about living a full-color, creative life. Whether you think of yourself as not artistic, not creative, which is a lie, or you think of yourself as an artist of any kind writer painter musician whatever or anything in between not artistic not creative or artist of any kind or anything in between no matter how you define yourself feeding your creative hungers makes you feel more alive it's how you change your life and it's how you change the world because that's how it works change your life and the world changes. And I changed my own life in a very big way just this past week, because I was out of the country the whole week. I was in beautiful Whistler, British Columbia, Canada, getting 40 hours of training in Lego serious play methods and materials. So what is Lego serious play? Well, it is an amazing methodology with a very wide range of applications that, yes, uses Lego bricks to get people thinking with their hands. And it is hard to describe in just words because it it's it's an experiential methodology where you are literally building with Lego. And, and then everybody builds and everybody tells the story of what they built. And it is so amazing. I <laughs> first encountered Lego serious play at a one day workshop at the Creative Problem Solving Institute, which is an annual conference in Buffalo, New York. And I was at this conference last June just this year, 2017, and I was so blown away by that experience in this one-day workshop that I signed up for advanced certification in this methodology, this Lego Serious Play methodology to continue studying with this master trainer, Jackie Lloyd-Smith of Strategic Play. That is her training company that trains people In this LEGO Serious Play methodology. And if you check it out, strategicplay.com, tell her I sent you. She's fantastic. And by the way, if you'd like to hear more about LEGO Serious Play, I had Jackie on the podcast recently. It's episode 128. So you can hear her talking about LEGO Serious Play and how she got into it. It's really quite interesting. She worked with the LEGO group to develop the training. She used to train for the Lego group. Anyway, this episode is not actually about Lego series play, although that was the entire focus of my entire last week, and I could happily talk about it for hours. What I want to talk about is the byproduct of that week, and that is falling off the wagon. Because I was so intensely focused on my training, which was nine to five every day, Monday through Friday. And I was so focused on that and on connecting with the other people in my classes when we weren't in class, that my daily doodles just completely flew out the window. Now, I do have to say that I did bring my ukulele with me. And I actually managed to play my ukulele at least a little bit most nights before I went to bed. And I even managed to get a little French practice practice in most nights as well, which is something that I'm making an effort to do every day because my sweetheart and I are planning a trip to Paris next summer, excuse me. And although I know everybody says you don't need to speak French in order to go to Paris because everybody speaks English, I'd really like to have some idea of what people are saying and what the signs are saying, and I've always just wanted to know how to speak French. So I'm practicing, trying to practice a little bit every day, and I don't manage to make it happen every single day, but I managed to do that most nights while I was in Whistler. Played my ukulele, did a little French, but the daily doodling, nope. Not once, fell right out the window. And here I am, the creativity queen, right? (laughs) This is what I do. I get other people creating, people know me as, you know, they see a doodle from me all over social media and on my blog, and I have like one of the top doodle blogs on the planet, blah, blah, blah. But here is the thing, and this is what this episode is really about falling off the wagon happens. And falling off the wagon is not actually even the problem. That is not even the problem, it's how we respond to it. That's the problem. So here's a question for you. If I responded to my falling off the daily doodle wagon by beating myself up, how helpful do you think that would be? Hmm. Do you think it would make me more inclined to pick up my pen? Seriously, think about that. Do you think it would make me more inclined to pick up my pen if I beat myself up? You know, like, God dang it, Melissa, you are such a freaking idiot, you loser. Do you think that that would make me more inclined to pick up my pen? So that's the first question. Second question, If I responded to my falling off the wagon with my daily doodles by saying, oh my God, Melissa, you missed seven days of doodles. Now you have to make that up. Now that means today you're going to have to make eight doodles to make up for it instead of just one doodle. Do you think that that would make me more inclined to pick up my pen. Hmm. What do you think? <laughs> now, guess what? Adding your, you know, missed days to today's goal, that is a form of beating yourself up. Oops, I skipped a day. Oops, I'm going to have to do twice as much tomorrow. Mm, that is a form of beating yourself up. And here's a doozy for you. Scientific studies have shown over and over that the people who respond to their stumbles with self-forgiveness and self-compassion are much more likely to achieve their goals in the end, whatever those goals are, by the way. They're much more likely to achieve those goals in the end than those who beat themselves up. Now, this is totally contrary to how we tend to think about things, right? We tend to think, got to carry a big stick and use it liberally, right? If If you stumble, you better beat yourself up better whip yourself, whip yourself into shape. Otherwise, you're going to end up dissipating and becoming lazy and sitting on the couch eating bonbons. In fact, it is the opposite. And if you think about it, it makes a lot of sense. Because if you know you're going to stumble eventually, because you're human, and you're, you're not a superhuman, you're human, and you're going to stumble. And You know, if you know that you're going to stumble and you know, because you're human, and you know you're going to get a beating when you do, then why try? It becomes a lot less painful to just stop trying, right? But on the other hand, if you know that you will be forgiven, then you can stumble a zillion times and it won't matter. You can keep trying. So again, people are often really afraid that if they let themselves off the hook like this, it's going to lead to laziness and dissipation. But again, study after study has shown the opposite. Self-compassion keeps you at it because you always get to take A fresh start with no guilt, which is exactly what I did when I came home from my Lego Serious Play training. And in the show notes, there is a photo of the morning doodle that I did on Monday, which made me so phenomenally happy to sit in my early morning studio, otherwise known as my bed, because I have figured out. (laughs) that my art table, I don't always get to my art table in my studio. But if I make space for just even just a few minutes in my morning ritual time, sitting in bed, I write in my journal for a little bit. And then I doodle in my sketchbook for a little bit. And then I get, I always get a little bit of doodling time during my regular morning routine, and it feels so good, and it sets my day off in this tone of creative play and delight, and it's a wonderful way to start the day. So you can see a picture of that doodle that utterly delighted me. Anyway, the truth is, when I boarded the plane for Canada on October 15th, I actually gave myself a pass on doodling for the week. I didn't even bring a sketchbook. Of course, I mean, I, I could doodle on any piece of paper I wanted, right? And there were bunches of notebooks. They're not art sketchbooks, but they were notebooks for taking notes and stuff. But I knew that I wasn't going to be doing morning doodles because I was actually insomniac the whole week that I was there because I had spinny thinky brain. <laughs> For being, my brain was exploding with ideas and excitement from the Lego Serious Play training. So I was trying to sleep up to the very last minute before madly getting ready to go to class in the morning. I had no time in the morning to doodle, and that was okay. I, before I even left, I gave myself a pass. I was away from home, I was away from my normal morning routine. And so I knew in advance I wasn't going to be doing my morning doodles and I let that be okay. It was okay. No guilt. And when I got home, I started up again and it felt great to be back to it. No guilt. Just goodness. Because even though I know that other people look to me for inspiration. And part of my mission is to use my own creative expression to inspire others to get creating. Ultimately, I'm doing my doodles for me. And it has to be that way. It has to be that way. Because if it becomes about impressing anyone else or doing it for anyone else in any way. I'm doing this to inspire other people, right? That's doing it for someone else. If it becomes about that, rather than doing it for my own enjoyment, my own feeding my own soul, right? Then guess what? I've jumped right out of the creative sandbox, haven't I? And that defeats the whole purpose of what I'm trying to do and what I'm trying to model for other people. Because creating in the creative sandbox, playing in the creative sandbox means there is no wrong, which is guidepost number one. And it means that that it's all about the process, not the product, which is guidepost number two. And think process, not product. And of course, it means I'm dismissing all gremlins, which is guidepost number eight, dismiss all gremlins. And it means I'm treating myself with compassion, right? Which is guidepost number nine, treat yourself with compassion. Now, it is true that when I was in Whistler, I wasn't thinking tiny and daily, which is guidepost number four, think tiny and daily, in terms of doodles, right? I wasn't thinking I'm going to create doodles tiny and daily every day. But I was creating in other ways while I was in Whistler. I was creating with Lego every day. I was playing my ukulele almost, almost every day, not every single day, but almost. I was creating... I was playing, I was exploring, I was in the four-year-old creative sandbox mind space every day. So, I mean, if it, it wasn't as if I was cramming my creative spirit in a closet for a week. I made a conscious decision about where I was spending my time and energy, and I decided there would be no guilt. Involved. And I gotta tell you, compared with my old way, pre creative sandbox, my old way of guilting myself and beating myself up, it felt pretty great. It felt pretty great. So, to wrap this up, my question for you. Where do you need to start fresh? And where do you need to let yourself off the hook and bring in some self-forgiveness and self-compassion? And remember my golden formula, self-awareness plus self-compassion equals the key to everything good. And let me know how it goes. And that brings me to this week's something cool, which is the Duolingo app. I mentioned that I have been practicing French. And this is how I've been doing it. It's the Duolingo app. You can learn tons of different languages with this app. And I have to say, I'm kind of amazed by it. Little by little, day by day. I am learning French with this little app and I got to say it is really pretty cool and it's free. It's advertising is how they make their money and you can pay some kind of, uh, you know, some kind of fee to eliminate the ads, but the ads haven't bothered me. Check it out. There's a link in the show notes which you can find at livecreativenow.com slash 132, because this is episode 132. So that is this week's Something Cool, the Duolingo app. So that's it. That's a wrap. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, if you're getting value out of this podcast, share it with a friend. And... I would be super appreciative if you would take a moment, hop on over to iTunes and leave a rating and review. And if you would like to be considered for a listener spotlight, email me to let me know that you've left a review and let me know how the podcast has made a difference in your own life, because that's how you apply to be featured in a listener spotlight. Leave a rating and review on iTunes and send me an email. That's it. If I pick you we will be uh, we'll have a really re- fun, relaxed conversation and you'll be featured on the podcast. How cool is that? That is it. Until next time. Thanks again for joining me and go get creating. Subscribe at livecreativenow.com.